dog. Honestly, you can't make this shit up, dog. Like you really can't. Yo, welcome to another episode of the Dan Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the welcome to the Dan Podcast. It's upsetting me in my hunger. Dog. Yo, uh, I just read this crazy ass story, y'all. Hold on, real quick. Man in Japan arrested for having 35 girlfriends so he can get birthday presents. What? Semantics! Semantics! Please, please. I don't have any time for any gossip now. Hold on, Lord. Listen, real quick. That is not... That's the wildest shit to me. First of all, how is that a crime, right? Um, Semantics! I ain't saying bro right or nothing, right? But how is that a crime for, like, receiving gifts? I mean, I get that he lied to get the gifts. But what is that somebody buy him something and then them want to take it back? How was that involving him going to prison? You get what I'm saying? Like, it was a gift. Like, normally when you give somebody a gift, right? Hold on. Semantics! a lot of that on here. It's a birthday present, right? Or is you giving them something because you want them to have it? Like, it's not something you plan on taking back. Like, it's not something you borrow or a loan. Like, oh, I'm going to let you use this for a little bit. This dead ass a gift, bro. Who takes back gifts? And then how is it a crime for him, like, lying about his birthday, dog? What if he felt like, like, hold on, y'all. Semantics. See, we cannot do that, right? We cannot tell people they can identify whatever they want to be. And then if bro want to change his birthday every fucking week, he can't. Like, how is that a crime, dog? I think that's wild as hell. Like, ain't no way he finna have to serve jail time behind this shit. But hold on. It was more. It was said, uh, this is the part that I think was going to get him in trouble. It says the man in custody after allegedly uh, coining a hundred thousand Japanese yen worth for birthday presents from women. The present is consisted mostly of cash and clothes. So dog was damn near. Semantics. Dog. Please, please. I don't have any. He was out here motherfucking dripped up, dog. He had the motherfucking Dior on. Um, I don't know how much yen to dollar that transfer translate over to, but. We just make it a direct hundred thousand, bro. Hundred thousand dollars in cash, a motherfucking, and basically finesse somebody in clothes and shit for their birthday, basically by lying, dog. So what was they buying him, dog? They had to buy him some expensive ass shit. And how many women was it? Do it say? Excuse me, it don't even say how many. Oh, thirty five. Damn. 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 That's like almost like three thousand dollars, like. From each woman, if it's because it said like 35 women, right? Something like that. It said like 35 women or some shit, right? So that's like $2,000, $3,000 from each woman. Damn, bro. He was getting that drip. He was getting that cash, bro. And he was living off, man. What my I just down here checking out some fly rides and macking some holes and chilling. Because that's all bro was doing. I think that's wild as hell that that's a crime. I'm not saying he right, ladies. I'm not saying he justified. Because on the low, if I found out a woman damn near had 34 other boyfriends and some shit, she was like, but. but Semantics. Sometimes that be going on. On what, though? It may not be excessive as 35 women. I mean, men that they dealing with. But it is women probably got five, six dudes that's getting money, got them in rotation. And they pay and buy things that she probably don't have to. Now, I'm not saying that. Semantics. I'm not saying she don't work and shit. But I wouldn't be surprised if she don't got to work as much. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> you going to have to be that guy. Seriously, because I think that's wild. But. Damn, dog. That's a lot of money, bro. That's a lot of money just for, like, lying. He got all that shit from finesse, bro. 
just from lying about his goddamn birthday, bro. But I wonder how he did he, did he do it? Like, did he break it up in sections? Like, did he do, um, like, okay, this group, the first 15 women, right, I'm going to tell them my birthday is this day. And then in two weeks, I'm going to tell the next group of women that I meet or whatever my birthday. Or, like, how the fuck did he even acquire 35 women, bro? Like, what the fuck? Like, semantics! How the fuck did he even meet 35 women and, like... Was that over a course of a time? It did say throughout the year. But damn, so it's only 12 months, bro. Like, what was you doing? Like, how was you divvying up the women you meet? And how was you... Bro, that's wild, dog. Damn. So he probably been doing this for years. I don't want, like, scamming and getting women and shit like that. That's fucking crazy. But, uh... Welcome, welcome to the day podcast. Dog, I was, I was watching another documentary uh this weekend. It was called... Uh, generational um generational hustle dog and this shit was really cool so first of all real quick Semantics. i did not finish the last documentary i did not finish uh, ex uh exterminate all the brutes yet that shit is like an hour long and really it's not the okay hold on excuse me before i get into the generational hustle thing right because Everybody watch Snowfall, right? I think the season finale just happened. Um, the, the end of the show. <laughs> I, I like the show. I'm 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 supportive of all black shows and shit like that, especially when it's an all strong black cast like that. Hell, even when I caught a couple episodes of Snowfall, I liked it. Um, but I'm not a snow like I don't watch it, right? Um, I watched a real documentary with Free Ray, Ricky Ross, and shit, right? Um. If y'all don't know who that is, that's basically who Franklin and the story is based about out of South Central L.A. Um, it's going to get into how, like, Reagan and the president and everything was behind and incorporating. I mean, the FBI was basically putting crack cocaine in the South Central L.A. Like, that's where the shit started. They was doing that on purpose, right? Um, But dude, didn't he not getting paid for that show. Like, he not getting paid for the show Snowfall, right? And now this could be semantics. A lot of people going to feel two ways about this, right? Now, Free Ray Ricky Ross sat down and had a conversation with John Singleton, right? If y'all don't know who that was, um, am I saying his name right? Is it John Singleton? That's not the dude. That's not Pops, is it? The dude from, uh, I don't think it's John. I think it is. I think it is John Singleton. I should have Googled it, but it's a podcast. You don't always got to be right. <laughs> My bad. You gonna have to be that guy. Uh, yeah, but I think I think it is John Singleton, right? The the guy who died or whatever. He created a lot of shows and shit, right? And a lot of movies too that we like. Um. Anyways, he had to sat down and had a conversation with Rick Freeway, Ricky Ross. This all from uh Rick Ross Freeway, Rick Ross. I gotta say his whole name because y'all fuck around and think I'm talking about huh, Rick Ross. No, I'm talking about Freeway, Ricky Ross. Um. He had sat down and had a conversation with him and shit, right? They sat down and talked, and bro basically came to the conclusion, like, damn, okay, I like John, you know, and he like all oh, like Freeway, whatever, whatever. Long story short, dude come back and develop the show, right? Freeway like, damn, bro, you know, you developing a show, you know, what's up with that? Like, that's my life or whatever. He like, oh, well, technically it's not your life. It's based off of true stories, yada, yada. So it's like, that's why on the beginning of the show, most of them say based off of true stories, though. A lot of them shows don't pay the person that is based in the story off of. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not using your direct life. You know, they dramatize a lot of the shit. A lot of those characters aren't real. A lot of the names have been changed, you know, excuse me, especially for uh, safety purposes and shit. But a lot of those people, like, 
not real on the show. But a lot of those actions and shit did happen. Moral of the story, what I'm getting to is dog don't get paid for that show. So it's not like I'm like boycotting and shit, but like I know how it ends. Like I know what the fuck finna happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all know where it go. And on another note, like semantics. And this could just be me, dog. I'm tired of seeing shows where it's portraying black people as the struggle role, bro. Or we always the best friend. Like, we the relief best friend. Or we the comedy relief on the show. Like, I'm sick of seeing that shit, dog. I'm tired of seeing us, like, in these punk-ass roles. Like, don't get me wrong, dog. Semantics! I like the show Snowfall, The Shaw. Like, I like all them shows and shit, right? But I'm tired of seeing us, like... We live that shit every day, bro. We don't got to watch a TV show for us to be able to identify with us. Go outside and see a motherfucker that look just like you, that's doing the same thing that's on the shop, bro. That's trying to build a business and all this shit. Like, we see these things in real life, bro, but we choose to zone out on a fucking TV show, get invested with these people that's not real. Power. Another fucking show motherfuckers lose their shit over. Like, it sound like I'm a hater crusader or some shit, but I'm not. I'm just dead ass, like... I don't like watching that shit. And it may be my fucking I, 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 I just down here checking out some fly rides and macking some holes and chilling. But, like, I watch a show that, like, or TV shows and shit that's either real life, like documentaries that's based off information that I do not know. Or I watch some fantasy shit that's damn near made up in a whole nother world, bro. Like, some shit that don't got nothing to do with what's going on right now. Because, honestly, I'm tired of this shit, bro. I think we all tired of it. We see this shit every day. So, it just be fucking me up when we constantly be like... <clears throat> watching shit or like TV shows that's fictitious, but we see this. You know what I'm saying? So sorry, sorry, little snowfall rant. Um, <laughs> you gonna have to be that guy. Uh, anyways, back to the show I was watching. Hold on, let me. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the dead podcast. Um, the show, the the documentary series I was watching, Gener- uh, Generation uh, Hustle, right? This is really good. I was watching this on uh, HBO Max again. Now, a lot of the documentary shows I've been watching been um, docu-series and shit, right? They've been like series of shit. Like, so it'd be different. So they about an hour long, but it'd be different episodes based off different things, right? So this one right here, um, this one's basically about um, a dude who get conned. Well, the first episode is about this dude that get conned. Sorry. It's a couple of different people, right? So it's like episode one is about this day called the con queen. Excuse me. The con queen, right? She basically go around and uh, like con people directly on what they good, like specifically, like whatever you good at, right? So the first dude, right, I give you, he was an Australian like bodybuilder dude, not like super buff, but like one of them dudes who live their life on the edge, like a Bear Grizzly type of motherfucker, right? Crocodile hunter type motherfucker. He uh, dive in the water and shit with no clothes on and um, climb fucking mountains and shit, you know, in Apaches. You know, he was one of them kind of guys, one of them real adventurers. If I raise up, gonna be trouble. Trouble. So he one of them kind of guys. Uh, he gets scammed because the lady, right? Okay, fast. I mean, rewind a little bit. The first dude they introduce it to is a film director, right? His job is to basically write the script of the movie. He come to her and like, hey, I got this movie about how the Chinese government, American government beefing and shit, getting into it. Um, I think this will really be a good plot. She, He took it to everybody else like Paramount and like Everest. Let's just say all these like, excuse me, big names and shit, right? They didn't want it. The little, this little side company, this little China, it's called the, what was it called? The Chinese film market or some shit, right? 
it looked like a nice header. It had a nice uh, outline. He said the picture and shit. That's what got him. He said he said the way the the email was presented to him, it looked official. It had a lot of documents and shit, right? So the the lady, you know, emailing back and forth with him, he thought was basically saying, oh yeah, you know, I really want to look into this film. Can you fly out to uh, Beijing for a couple of days or whatever so we can meet? Um, dude, like yeah, cool. Like he geeked. Like he like, bro, this my big break. Problem is he don't got no goddamn money, right? Semantics. So, dude, take all his savings, last his little money and shit, fly out to Beijing or whatever for the couple days and shit to meet with this person because he hopefully trying to break through with a deal. Um, he had a nice hotel, right? They put him in a nice room and shit, a nice area, cause all this kind of shit matter, right? Um, go through the hotel and shit. He finally meet with a dude. No, he didn't get to meet with a lady. He met with a man now, right? Now this is where the story Semantics. gets crazy, right? They meet with this man, right? He said he looked like he just, he was uh, Arab. He had like an Arab accent and shit, but he looked like he fresh out of Hollywood, right? So I knew exactly what he meant. I'm thinking a dude with the slick back hair and shit, little suit on, but got on jeans and shit, and them fucking gator boots and shit. You know the type of motherfucker. Please, please, please. I don't have any type for anything. That type of motherfucker, right? So they say he was fresh off the LA boat, but he was like, you know, real energetic. Seeming. He was like excited about the project, right? He like, cool. So, dude, like, you know, she's sorry she can't be here, but, you know, she excited and, you know, she want to be a part of it. Fast forward, get the contracts on and shit. Everything looking like it's a go. Now, this is where the problems come in, right? The person that's scamming them, that, but they didn't notice, basically kept telling them, keep receipts. You know what I'm saying? Keep the receipts of everything you're spending money on. You know, you're going to get reimbursed. You're going to get reimbursed. They kept saying that you're going to get reimbursed. This whole episode, they kept telling motherfuckers they're going to get reimbursed for their money, right? So this dude spending like thousands of thousand dollars, like getting camera equipment, getting a crew together, like flying out there. Like now he like ten, fifteen thousand dollars in the hole, right? Now he needs now he actually brings in his parents. Like now he bringing his dad and shit to like help him sign some documents and shit to push it through, right? Bro, now the dad in debt to the motherfucker. Um bro dead ass, keep going. Keep making a film and shit. Come to find out they can't make the film because it's portraying like China in a bad light and shit. So I did not know. Semantics. I did not know China was like set up like this to where you can't talk bad about their government. And it's really make a lot of sense that they live under a dictatorship like this and shit. Knows like Korean, not Korean, sorry, like Asian countries and continents and shit. Like these motherfuckers, like, um, they government do not play that. So. With them being over there, they like, well, shit, what the fuck we supposed to do? We already getting ready to wrote a script and start damn near shooting the first part of this movie. What the hell we supposed to do? If like, I raise up, gonna be trouble. Trouble. I'd have been fucking pissed, honestly. So, bro, like, uh, well, this is what we'll do. How about we just change it from being about the Americans, right, to being about some otherworldly shit, right? Like some people that's not even from here, like some outer space shit, right? Bro, like, okay, I'm listening. So he rewrite the whole script, right? He come up with a brand new idea and shit, right? Like, to damn near get the shit pushed through. Like, you gonna have to be that guy. And shit, honestly, I'll be that guy too if I gotta do that shit. Like, if I spent ten, fifteen thousand dollars on some equipment, on getting the crew here, all that shit, we gonna do whatever to get this motherfucking movie out. You feel what I'm saying? So, they push this shit out. Um... Now it's time to get reimbursed and shit. Wait, the, first of all, hold on. Semantics. The movie, first of all, never came out. It's not even a real movie. I, I look for the shit. I thought it was real. It's not. So the movie never came out. But uh, they starting to get ready to film, right? Now, dude, dad need his money back and shit. Now it's time for people to start getting reimbursed. Because dude, like, okay, where the fuck is the money? Dude keeps sending bounce checks back, right? 
mind you, it's like three to four other people he doing this to. He's scared. Like, not only did he create, like, a person behind a film crew that did this, right? This man also hired a photographer, right? He also find a dude who take pictures of shit, like a lens, like freelance, like photography, or like buildings and, you know, like natural shit or whatever. So he hired this dude. He hit him up in the email. Same type of premise, bro. Semantics. He hit him up like, hey, I need you to like, no, he see the email and it look really professional. Dude hit him up like, hey, I need you to uh, take a picture of these places and shit. No, sorry. It's a lady. They portraying a lady, right? I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But they portraying it as a lady. You don't. You only meet that man at one time. But they portraying through these emails that it's a woman. And hell, even on the phone conversations, right? Because it gets to a point where I'm like, damn, why the fuck ain't nobody talk to him? Ain't nobody on the phone? Like no FaceTime and what the fuck going on, right? First of all, this uh, semantics. This is set up in like 2009 and shit, right? So I kind of get it not being FaceTime, right? But phone conversations, okay, whatever. So find out that they've been talking on the phone and shit, right? whole time everybody think it's a lady fast forward a little bit making the long story shorter it's a man the dude that they met that one time was the dude that was behind the whole scam and shit like that but he be on the phone portraying himself as the lady now this was the fucking kicker for me welcome to the dead podcast remember the big uh australian dude i was telling you about right so dude basically the the dude that set it up basically had a crush on him right like he was like he was this what he did he portrayed himself as uh melinda gates and shit right i think that's her name that's bill gates wife right she supposed to be ahead of these like foundations and shit man like i said this dude is like an activist like he like dive in the water to stop like breast cancer or some shit you know he wanted these extremist dudes and shit right before a good cause so he thinking he on the phone with uh bill gates wife so um, cause this, how, this is how deep and like how sophisticated the, the plot was for these people to, that was getting scammed. Like these, the dude that was scamming went through extensive lengths to like cover up his tracks to make it, like I said, or I didn't mention it. He was like using people that wasn't like the direct descendant of, like he wasn't like using Bill Gates wife. Like at first he was using somebody that was in a corporation, but that was close to them. You know what I'm saying? So it made sense that like, oh, I would probably run into this person that could put me in a room with them. You get what I'm saying? Like it was that kind of shit that was getting them fucked up. Turned out bro had him like masturbating on the phone and shit. Like it was real weird, bro. Like, so the first dudes was scammed the fuck out. Like they played they ass. Um, got them out of like what fifteen, ten thousand dollars each and shit. Like, and he ended up going to jail. They ended up catching the dude because, like I said, he ended up having to meet with that filmmaker dude. I don't know why he met with him, but he did. Um, yeah, dog. That generational one was good. Oh, it was another one episode on there, right? Hold on. It was a welcome to the welcome to the dead podcast. It was one more dude. Uh, cause I watched two episodes. It was like an hour apiece. Now, the second one that I watched, dog, this one was really good. Semantics. Hold on. Welcome to the Dead Podcast. Now, like I said about the first dude, right, about the uh, dude who scamming the women after 35 birthdays, I don't think this dude should go to jail either, right? But he ended up going anyway. So this dude, Ian Brick, right, his, uh, his family, basically, I'll describe where he come from, right? Ian looked like a goddamn nerd, first of all. Hold on. Semantics. He looked like Napoleon Semant Dynamite. And, um, what's the other little weird dude name? I can't even think of him, but he, he wore glasses. 
Matt Fogel, goddamn Fogel from fucking Superbad. That's what it looked like. He looked like Napoleon Dynamite and fucking um, McLovin. That's exactly the two people he looked like. Um, little nerd kid, right? But had all the confidence in the world. Like if you see him now, he you know he more grown and got tattoos and shit. But when they were showing footage of him like growing up, he he had so much confidence in himself, bro. You know what I'm saying? Even with him looking like that to be like, <laughs> he looked the weird as hell. <laughs> he but be that guy. he was that god, bro. So. He come from a family like party planners and shit. His dad had a catering business. So naturally, it seemed like this would be something he was into. He planned a party for like 2,000 people. No, it was like 100 people. But he raised like $2,000 or some shit at the party. And it was very profitable. He he gave it to charity or some shit. But it showed that he had a niche for this, right? So he naturally decided, hey, this is what we finna do, bro. We finna start buying, having these parties at these venues, charging the motherfuckers to get in. And shit, that's how we gonna make money, right? Everything seemed peachy to me. Well, his motherfucking ass got into a hole real, real fast, like into big debt ASAP, right? Um, he started dealing with this dude um that owned a nightclub and shit, right? He told him he'll let him rent out the big room and shit, right? I mean a little small room. If he packed that out, you know, he could use the big one. Well, cool. He packed it out, let him use the big one, right? Then his little cocky ass, because I told you, he was very, very confident. Semantics. He goes and decides, well, shit, I can do arenas now, right? This where he started fucking up at. Now he getting like DJ Aiko. What's dude name? The little agent dude? You know the fucking uh, DJ and shit that be fucking, you know, with the long hair and shit that be jumping in the crowds, whatever. He got him. He got the chain smokers. He got plenty little, you know, if y'all don't know this, these like pop and EMD groups and shit, right? But he got all these famous motherfuckers and shit, right? And the how he getting the money is, right? Because he started to get into debt fast. Then he got super slick on ass, right? Then he started selling iPhones. But, like, dirt cheap. Like, like he got these. I don't know if they was, like, reimbur- uh, reestablished iPhones and shit. Like, you know, something that was broken and something was wrong with them. And then somebody got them refixed. I don't know where he was getting them from, but he was reselling iPhones and shit, right? Trying to make back his profit, knock out his debt, bro. Because he started borrowing money from motherfuckers, right? Uh, But anyways, him packing out these arenas, he wasn't making no money. Like, the arenas looked like they was packed out, right? Arenas hold, what, 5,000, 6,000 people? Only 1,200 people showed up. 3,000 people showed up. Like... He nowhere near what he needed to, you know what I'm saying? Make back the money he didn't spend. Cause like I said, I didn't understand all of this, but like lights for a show was expensive. Hell, mics, cameras. I mean, I learned I'm learning that now, like doing a podcast and everything, but imagine that on a ten times the scale trying to perform a show with songs and music, have dance, you know what I'm saying? So all that shit going into it, he lost more money than he was making. Um, so he basically got caught up in a scam where the iPhones, he was lying about the numbers that he was making on there, right? So when he was going to do his taxes for the, because uh, he named, he coined the phrase, um, this is where it's at, like for his, you know, business and shit, for his promotion business. So he was basically funneling money, funneling money, he was funneling money from the iPhone deal to the, um, this is where it's at, com- promotion company and shit. And when they looked at the damn spreadsheets, bro, they got right on, bro, ass. Like, first of all, these numbers is wrong. You're lying. Got his motherfucker. Semantics. Hey, dude was talking so slick, though. It was so funny because they had, like, the prosecutors there and uh, the other attorneys. And it was like, yeah, he was real smirky and shit until we came and got him. 
know what I'm saying? Then all that little laughing funny shit has stopped, bro. And it's so funny because he's a little white dude and shit, a little Jewish looking white dude. And he's what did he say? He said, yeah, it was a part where he was like, I've always had issues with the police. Like, boy, who the fuck you think you is, dog? And he from Connecticut and shit, a little small ass town. I mean, I don't think he should have went to jail for the party and this shit, but... I mean, he got the line on them documents, and they got on his ass. He ended up serving, like, three to four years, but I was like, damn, I didn't think he deserved that. Not for not for, not for, for basically throwing fucking parties, bro, because that's all he did was throw house parties that got big, start moving them to venues and shit, um, but he got into debt, and I think that's what did it, bro. He was dreaming too big. Like, we started trying to go to them venues, dog. That fucked everything up. That fucked all the money up. And then he was lying to his friend. Like, bro, oh, shit. Then he got the scam. Welcome to the day. Welcome to the day podcast. Bro, then he got the scam of his motherfucking friends and shit, dog, right? Like, his guys were so hurt. Because, like, dude, from the last one, he dude brought in his dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro was bringing in his dad and shit. They trying to help, you know, bring in money and shit to this company. Like, it got real deep real fast. So, oh. Yeah, uh, last thing, right? Last thing before I wrap up and want to get up out of here. Y'all know I was on vacation and shit. If y'all didn't know, I had a good time. <laughs> I had fun in Vegas. Um, But while I was going and shit, you know, everybody else was going too. And I said I was going to talk about this when I get back. Everybody had went to Arizona for the Smarky O con- uh, concert and stuff. Uh, What's it called? Smarky Cella, right? I said Smarky O. Smarky Cella or something, right? Uh, I seen a lot of people out there, and honestly, y'all, y'all look good, bro. You know, uh, I saw a lot of people out there didn't see no hurt. Um, I didn't see no like crazy ass violent shit. I mean, you gonna see fights, bro. But and that was another thing, though. Like semantics. It was fights and shit going out there. There's people shooting. Of course, that's gonna happen. Like that happens everywhere. Who's to say like, oh, these is Milwaukee people? I didn't like that. Like it was people from here saying like, oh, that's Milwaukee acting up again. Like y'all didn't know who that was. I mean, now if some would have came out and you know what I'm saying, motherfucker said it was us and we did do this shit. Okay, cool. But I don't think it was us. I don't think nobody came out and said it was motherfuckers from Milwaukee and shit. But why everybody was gone. Now listen to this, bro. All adults damn near was gone. Like every, if you was able, like if you was able to travel, you left during this week or last week. You know what I'm saying? Depending on when you listening to this. But during this 420 week and shit, a lot of motherfuckers flew off of that uh, Smarkyo shit. That everybody was gone. I keep saying fucking Smarkyo. Everybody was gone for that Smarkchella thing. So I don't see or understand why, but seven kids, seven teens, I should say, right? Aging from like 15 to 17 got shot this week. You understand what I'm saying? Seven. That's damn near every day a kid got shot or killed. Now, some of them was like two in a day, one or whatever, but that's in a week. That's seven kids, bro. And none of the adults was here, bro. None of the adults was here, bro. All the adults were gone. Like, we were out traveling and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just fucked up. It be these babies, you know, basically shooting babies. And I say that now, and it sounds so crazy to me, but being 25, like, you know, approaching my, you know, early 30s and shit, um... You getting older and you starting to look at the kids that's 13, 14, like, damn, bro, you so young. Like, I remember when I was 14, 15 years old. Hell, even when I'm fucking 16, 17, I'm like, damn, I remember being that age. And to, you know, it's not really that long ago, you know, because I know a lot of people that listen a lot older than me. So um, it don't seem like that long ago when you when I'm saying it, but 
looking back on it and the growth I made in life, hell yeah, that was a long time ago. And it's just fucked up when you think about these kids dying at 16, 17. These motherfuckers never going to experience some of it. Like, think about this shit, right, y'all? Think about how much shit you went through, right, at 15, okay? And compare that shit to the shit you went to at 22, 23. Right? Let that sink in. It's, it don't even... You can't even compare the shit you was going through when at 15, 16 to the shit you're going to at 22, 23. Then when you get to 25, like, you looking back at all that shit, like, man, that shit was light. I go do that shit. You know what I'm saying? You looking back at that shit at 22 and 23, like, man, I do that shit again. Because as you getting older, you realize... It's not that life gets harder. Like I said last week, it's the information, bro, and the courage to act on the shit that we know. It's like as you get older, you starting to learn more and understand more. So to you or to us, life's getting harder because it's like more shit you have to understand and process. And now, you know, so you have to deal with it. You notice that like it's hard to turn your on some shit that once you know it. Like once you ever hear that or see that, like somebody tell you a part in a song or some shit and you like, damn, I never heard that part. And then now that you hear it, you never hear it the other way no more. Or like when, remember when we was kids and shit, we would remix songs. And then when you hear it, I mean, you might hear Ray J, if I had one wish, you might hear that, but I still, if I had one fish, it would be deep fried. You know what I'm saying? Like semantics. Every time I hear that, I, so it'd be hard to like learn new information and shit and un- like not use it. That make any sense? So yeah, dog, these kids, bro, they just really like out here shooting each other, bro. And it's getting really fucking sad, bro. So I don't know what we can do, honestly. And, and that'd be the thing, bro. Nobody want to listen to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, when I was 16, 17, who the fuck was you really listening to? I mean, you listen to your parents cause you know it. And even if even that Sem- like, semantics, even that come with semantics, bro. But, you know, motherfuckers really didn't even listen to them. You know, you still kind of did what you wanted to do, you know. So I don't know. They need to figure out something, bro. We need to figure out something. I'll kind of feel responsible just being not like the big brother, or, you know, the world or no shit. But like you, we the older people like. It's not us doing this shit to each other. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we Sem- semantics. us 25 year old like. Oh my god Now the ones my age and shit We doing some whole other wild ass shit But it's not out here killing each other It's more of like just drama And the little other little stupid shit we do But it's not this So I don't know what need to be done Um, Hopefully next week I can honestly come back with an answer for y'all And we figure it out together But yeah honestly it's been another episode of the Den Podcast Like I always say You can follow us on Facebook at A The Den Podcast Follow us on Instagram at A The Den Podcast um, hit us up in the groups, man. Uh, I'm back from vacation, so it's more back to work. Um, yeah, we out, baby.